Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, it's that time of the week again. It's it's still one of my favorite times of the week, Dana. It's always my favorite time of the week, David. I, yeah, you and I get to get together and then we get to do things like... Kick some ADHD. Bam! Bam. Someday we're going to record a jingle or a thing. Maybe. I don't know. Didn't I make one up, but I don't remember it. Yeah, we talked about it. I did make one up and who knows whatever happened to it. Yeah, I think it reminded me of the Green Acres theme song. Probably, which is one of my life theme songs. Anyway, we digress again. So today, David and our dear, dear listeners, we are talking about giving gifts to your future self. And this is episode 96. I can't wait to find out what this means. Because I like the idea <laughs> me neither. of giving gifts to someone and, and, and them being me. <laughs> and them being you. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of fun. So I took this, I've done this with myself for a number of years now. And I thought about it after after coming home from, from Hawaii and returning and adding buffer time, etc. And I sometimes get the feel that when I'm talking about some of the stuff that we talk about, you're looking at me and thinking, wow, she really, I mean, who does that? And I realized that a lot of the things I do are because I'm thinking about my future self. Oh, that makes sense. I see. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and that comes through because you've even you've even dropped hints along these lines, you know, like, you know, like even we were just talking about traveling. And by the way, I don't know. If we revealed your travel destination prior to just now, I don't so know. Maybe we hinted at it or something. We, we were there was luau music or I don't know. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, you've hinted at it even just like with you know when you're planning your buffer time on your return from your trip. Which, by the way, listener, if you haven't heard that returning from your trip, the last few episodes on travel, fantastic. But those are, are 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 things that you've you've kind of hinted at that, like you know, do yourself, do your future self a favor. Yeah, yeah. And so, really, what. A lot of what I'm doing, this structure and sounding like I'm so controlled and all of that, is I'm trying to set up my future self's life so it's a life that I want her to have and that it helps me become who I choose to be and who I want to be. I love this kind of strategic thinking. I really do. And also it reminds me so much, and we haven't talked about this in a long time, of your just delightful self-talk, which I still don't i have not fully adopted but it's just delightful to hear you talk to yourself you know because my self-talk as probably uh, many of our listeners can relate to has has been negative because you know adhd you know but your yeah. self-talk is so it's so you're always kind to yourself and i love that i love the practice of self-compassion and this like takes it to a new proactive level yes and one of the things i'll be interested to hear about david from you when we're done with this today is if you think that this is even possible for someone who doesn't talk nicely to themselves and doesn't really like themselves that much not that that's you no not that that no i don't know anyone like that that. so i don't know if it's so that was one of the things that i was concerned about when i was putting this together is 
is this possible because I really, I really have learned to love myself and like myself and enjoy my own company. So adorable. Honestly, you, you give us something to aspire to. I hope, I hope more of our listeners are in your, you know, camp than in mine. But for me, when I hear you do that, it's just something I aspire to. It's purely aspirational at this point. So yes, most people with ADHD do not talk nicely to themselves. They do not like themselves that much. And I didn't always. So that's been a shift that I've had to do. I will say I'm not as negative on myself as I used to be. And that is largely because of coaching with you and 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 working with you on this podcast. So I'm going to give you credit. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. And I remember, I don't know, it was years ago when I was, I, I don't even know if I, if I knew about ADHD yet. However, I heard a speaker, it may have been Tony Robbins. I don't know who it was, but they said, every bad thing you say to yourself yourself remembers yeah yeah you remember it and you believe it yeah and the and you have to start talking nicely to yourself because if you're not saying nice things to yourself it doesn't matter what the rest of the world does if you're not saying nice things to yourself it doesn't matter because your brain can't distinguish between what someone else is saying and what you're saying all the negative crap excuse me you tell yourself is sinking in and you believe it i actually do think that there is a psychological basis for the idea that you believe your own voice over anyone else's in certain areas and the way that i learned this honestly was in learning about sales training and what you find out very early if you're if you're doing any sort of like especially business to business sales where you have these long sales cycles is that the person who asks the most questions the salesperson that asks the most questions wins. They close more business. Mm-hmm. And the reason mm-hmm. is because rather than telling someone something, it's like a jury, you know, like a like an attorney with a jury. If they can ask a question and let the let the other person say it, it carries a lot more weight, right? So if you if you tell a prospect something, they might or might not believe it. But if you get them to say it, they believe it. And it's it's yeah. this sort of internal dialogue that we have. We we believe what we say. And I actually I don't know, I don't know, I haven't Maybe I have heard a self-help or a motivational person talk along those lines, but I absolutely 100% think that's true and that your self-talk is is incredibly powerful. One of the things I learned when I heard this was they said, every time you say something bad to yourself, you have got to follow it up with something nice. Mm. So if I were to say, Dana, you're such a dumb, dumbass, excuse my language today, bleep. If Dana, you're such a dumbass, then I hear myself say that I have to override that with Dana, you are smart and clever and I adore you. So nice. Because then it, then at least you've you've given your, your, your scales something on one side uh, to counteract the other, right? And it was something even more than that. Every bad thing you say about yourself, you have to say nice more than one nice thing. I don't remember. There were numbers associated Yeah, yeah, probably multiples. You know how I do with numbers. Anyway, that was, so that was the start of me to say, no, that negative self-talk to yourself has got to stop. I would never let anyone else talk to me like that. Then why do I let myself talk to me like that? Right, right. But we, we give ourselves a pass on that and we give ourselves, yeah. Anyway, so that's a little bit of the background on this idea of giving gifts to your future self and... And and what your future self is, it comes from psychology, 
Um, I first heard about the idea of future self from psychology. Who are you going to be in the future? It's mm. very much of a growth mindset. Right. You become less concerned about who you are presently, who you are now, and start looking forward to who you're becoming. Interesting. I like that. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's, and and, it's, yeah, it's aspirational. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Often absolutely. the future self idea, it's five years down the road, it's 10 years down the road. Um, and it can be a very powerful tool for designing your life for personal growth. I like that too, because then it doesn't make it a pressure point. Like I'm trying to get there in nine days or in two weeks or in six months. It's, it's, it's more of like, I know this is the direction that I'm heading. I'm not, I'm not going to hold myself accountable for every step in in that direction or not in that direction right now but i'm going to set that direction intentionally and and move toward it yeah yeah so it's it's taking you out of today where you are right now and the struggles and thinking about you in the future yeah what do we do with this when it comes to adhd we realize this is not hard fast long-term goal setting though they probably could encompass that however we i tend to move away from five-year ten-year goals because with adhd it's really hard to work them that's a whole different conversation but what we're talking about here is i took this idea of the future self and i started to put it through my adhd management improving life filter and what I realized was there there was another way of working with your future self. Okay. That can help with procrastination on so many levels. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm tracking. So, all right. Reality of living with ADHD, you know this, we all know this, is that we put off doing things at the time because it seems easier to avoid doing whatever needs to be done than it is to do it. Yeah. Basically, procrastination we've talked about, right? That was, I think, in March. (laughs) Procrastination, we've had podcasts about that in the past. We will probably have more in the future. Probably so. Procrastination is a huge thing for people with ADHD. It's one of our key problems. Yeah. Okay. So... What I realized with the idea of the future self, and this really helps me, is I start to think about my future self in the next few days. How do I want her life to be? You with me so far? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm tracking. No, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm thinking so, about this. Yeah. And what happens to my future self when I start to take the easy route, when I start to take procrastinate, when I start to procrastinate? Yeah, you know, you know that you're just creating debt for yourself. You're going to have to make payments on this. You can pay it now or you can pay more later. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that we do is, and this is, I believe it's a lot of the time blindness, the now, not now ideas with ADHD that we seem to have. We have this magical way of thinking that the future is going to be better. We'll have more time in the future. We're going to reach some nirvana where everything's together, where life will be just perfect and there will be no stress and we'll have enough money and that, that, the, that somehow our future is going to be this magical place with rainbows and unicorns and ponies and little hearts falling down from the sky. 
It's true. Despite all the evidence to the contrary, we can have right. this incredibly optimistic view of the future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tomorrow I'll have more time. Yeah. Next week I'll have more time. It's why we say yes to things when we should say no sometimes. Yeah. 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 And so much of this is a lack of awareness about reality, which is one of the big problems with ADHD. I don't know anyone like that. Yeah. <laughs> what we what we start wanting to what we start wanting, what we want to start doing is getting more realistic about our future and what's really going to go on. Yeah. What I've realized is thinking about what will happen to my future self when I take the easy route when I procrastinate. Okay. 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 So what happens? My future self's life has never really been very great when I procrastinate. Every once in a while, it turns out to my benefit that I realize, yeah, you know, I didn't really need to do that. Gosh, it's a good thing I never did that one thing because look where I'd be right now. Yes, I have those stories exactly. too. I, try, I like yeah. frame those and put them on the wall. <laughs> yeah, and that's the that's the magical thinking, isn't yeah, it? That's it is. the ponies and unicorns and rainbows. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's more the exception than the rule. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Most often what happens when I procrastinate, when my current self procrastinates, my future self is stressed. She's overwhelmed. She's doing things with a really tight deadline. Yeah. She's not prepared. She has to apologize an awful lot for oh, things. Oh, yeah. It's true. She feels horridly about herself. Uh. Um, she's late. She falls for that self-talk, that one more thing. I'll just do one more thing. I'll just do one more thing, which means that you're late, you're unprepared, whatever. She has a harder time being the me that I want to be. And ba basically, when I procrastinate, my future self is not ready for, the, for life. And what I'm doing is just throwing a whole pile of stuff at her that she has to deal with because my future self flaked out and decided to take the easy route. I, it's funny because like, I hear you talk about all the, all the things that your future self is going to suffer and I can have so much compassion on your future self. I'd be like, Oh, we don't want future Dana to deal with that. I don't want future Dana to deal with that. But it's, what about future David? Yeah, I know future David doesn't deserve any, any, anything better than what's coming to him. <laughs> right. I mean, so honestly, that was what I was, yeah. that was what I was curious about is this idea that I'm floating today, is it not realistic for a lot of our listeners because they haven't done the personal work and the personal growth work that I've done? They're not as far along the path as I am. So I, I don't know that I would say it's not realistic, but I would say that this is one of those moments where you go, okay, which way does the compass point? Oh, north is that way. That's the direction I want to go, right? I wasn't necessarily already heading north. I was, because you've helped me along these lines already, and, and I'm sure our listeners can agree, right? There's There's been stuff in our in our podcast content. But, but this is like one of those moments where it's like, yeah, you know what? I should recalibrate. Sorry for the should. I'm okay. going to recalibrate my compass around this idea today. And I'll do it again, as I remember, because I'm not going to make promises to myself like, oh, I'm going to do this every day from now on. Yeah, okay, we all Thank know where you. that gets me. But I, 
I am. I got a new kind of north star, if you will. Like I can say, like I'm mixing metaphors, but you understand. Like north for me is to have that kind of compassion on myself. And like I said, I've made strides. But yeah, I think I think today, if you ask, that underlying belief is still like you know, the future David is going to be dancing just like present day David has been dancing because because of lack of preparation or whatever. And and so this becomes something that, again, I. I is it realistic? Yeah, I think it's realistic to aspire to this and to set course and to make steps that that move in that direction. And that also means we need to look at the blocks. Yeah. Some of this may be therapy work. Yeah. Because if you don't, if you I believe you said earlier, my, I think my future self deserves whatever, he, whatever I throw at him, whatever he gets. And I'm kind of joking, but I'm also kind of not. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and if this is a block, then that's a sign that there's work to do there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I would say I'm going to put this in a note that I'll see the next time I'm in my therapy session. But but the truth is I won't look back in my everything book. <laughs> I'm in therapy next time. So And that's why we need reminders that go off right before therapy to say, oh, that's right. This is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Because you remember you will forget. I do remember that I will forget. I have been using this idea of future self in work a lot more than I use it at home. Oh, okay. I am not always great using it at home, and that's something that I'm working on. Okay. And what I do at work when I'm thinking, oh, I want to stop working today, I'll just do that later. It's no, Dana. What's the reality of your future self if you put it off? I do this with the podcast probably every week, preparing for the podcast. (laughs) I did it Friday. It was late Friday. The thing I hadn't done that day was finish the podcast for this week. Do my 15 minutes that I do every day for the podcast. And I, and I heard myself say, oh, I'll just do it Monday. And that was my clue to stop uh. and say, what's future Monday going to be like? You already know you've got a doctor's appointment and a ton of stuff going on. Do it now. 15 minutes right now. Boom, 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 boom. And that was just so much easier than waiting till Monday. Monday, I did the same thing yesterday. Oh, I'll just prepare it in the morning before we record. Okay, Dana, what has life shown you happens when you throw that to future Dana to prepare before the podcast in the morning? That's just assuming that those stars are all going to align and I'm going to be early to work and nothing else is going to blow up and I'll be great and be able to do it. Reality is, you know, those days are rare. Yeah. And sometimes future Dana can catch whatever you threw at her and handle it just fine. And that's the thing, like you said, that's the magic thinking, like, because that I know I have suffered from. I don't know what future Dana is going to do, but I know future David can dance, man. (laughs) Future Dana can dance and go back to what we said. What happens when I make future Dana dance? Yeah. She's stressed out. She's overwhelmed. She's tired. Things are done half-assed. And you're not the person that you want to be. And I'm not the person that I choose to be. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. It makes sense. 
what do you take from this, David? Where do we go? And I fully realize this. I may be throwing concepts in here that people aren't ready to hear yet. I've, I have tr- floated this to clients over the years. Some people really resonate with it. Many people don't. I, I actually have this like this picture in my mind now. That, and I have no idea if you've ever played a first-person shooter uh, video game, like a big one, like where you have. I a, have, I have looked over my daughter's shoulder while she's playing first-person "Get Your Head Blowed Off" god-awful video games. Yes. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't played a lot of. The, I say first-person shooter, and and that's kind of a category of games that you may not even always be shooting. But like Minecraft, I've played a ton of Minecraft with my teenager over the years, and uh, there are things that you can do in these games as you're going through a level let's say and you may have played through this level multiple times but there are there are supplies like hey you, you just make yourself a rule every time i see an ammo clip i'm going to pick that up or every time i see a health you know there's a lot of ways to restore health or, or medicine mm-hmm. or med packs or energy or batteries or i don't know you pick the game and you have different different things in minecraft you, you always have to eat if you're playing in survival mode your character starts to need food and so you can plant Things. You can plant that carrot and it will grow more carrots or your potato or whatever. You can grow cattle and, and then you can have meat, you know, so there's like things you can do. And I I have this habit in video games like uh, it's kind of a rule. If you have an opportunity to do something for your future self, <laughs> you do it because you know you're going to need it. You know, and, and in fact, if you're in a level you've never played before and you start seeing supplies show up, you're, you, you start to go, OK, the game developer put this stuff here on purpose. There's a reason I'm going to need this. I'm about to meet some big boss or whatever that I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you start to recognize the signs. So I actually think that you could almost gamify this concept and just turn it into a, a game that you play. Like here's an opportunity for me to stash a little health or a little time or a little less stress or a little, you know, less need to, to, improvise on the fly from lack of preparation you know what i mean like and and maybe gamify it that way like i actually think that that little that little mentality is pretty easily for me because i've played some of these games it's pretty easily transferred yeah i love that david you are so darn smart listen listen to you just now and he goes all he's turning red i am i don't like yeah as as you can tell yeah no present me no that is so clever (laughs) that is so clever something else you said in there that i realized for me is one of the keys to this working is the future self gifts the things we're planting and giving to our future self they have to be little yes so my thinking on Friday, I'm going to spend an hour and a half writing the podcast so my future self doesn't have to do it. Uh-uh. I wouldn't do it. And maybe this is why I do it more in work than I do it at home, because I tend to break things down into small little bitty bits at work more gradually over time instead of looking at it as some big gigantic project. Because you have so, to plan more. I mean, you, you you just encounter the need to be more aggressive with planning for work-related things, I'm, yes, I'm guessing. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yes, no, exactly right. Home, I'm more ADD-day, ADHD-driven and just sort of floating through it a lot more. I have structures and routines and stuff, but it still is, it's a, it's a lot different than at work. Yeah. And so that I think those planting, planting one carrot or, you know, one potato is the trick 
for me instead of thinking I'm going to plant a whole field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that you always are weighing the cost and the benefit in a video game. Like, okay, I, I know I've only got so much time or there's, there's some reason why there's a sense of urgency or whatever there is. And you're like, do I have the time to take the extra 15 steps to go that way to look under that rock and get the whatever it is that's over there? You know, or to if you've never played the level to go exploring and try to find all the things that they might might have stashed. And yeah, I, 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 I you, there's a cost benefit. And sometimes you 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 find out and I, it would have benefited me to take more time than what I did. You know, your, your future self wakes up and goes, OK, you know, past tense me wasn't wasn't preparing present me, <laughs> you know, then yeah. future me for what I'm now encountering. So yeah. yeah, that's a that's an interesting that's an interesting way to think about it, and it's the small thing, like you said. It, you know, I get, like I made a rule in Minecraft. We were we would have we have levels where we would play, and sometimes my teenager would invite friends, and we'd be on a server together, and we'd be playing or whatever. And and invariably, what would happen is that like I would have food that I had stashed, and they would come get food when they needed it, but they wouldn't replant. You know, or they wouldn't. And so I just made a rule. Like if you kill a cow in Minecraft, you have to bring wheat over and and feed two cattle so that you get a baby calf. <laughs> right. So if you yeah. if you if you kill one, you have to I mean, you can't plant a cow, but that's essentially how you make more cattle, <laughs> you know. Yes. And, and same thing with food. Like, you know, OK, if you harvest carrots. You know, put at least as many back in the ground as as what as as what plants you harvested you always get more than what you planted so you know it's it's not hard to replant so all right and yeah and it's the little bits just little steps if, yeah takes extra if seconds. i had said friday mm -hmm. dana you're going to spend an hour working on the podcast i would for your future self i would have said no way i'm not doing that and i would have just shut it down and thrown it forward it's too much so i think that becomes a real key part of this strategy is to think about how, what is a small thing I can do now that will be a gift to future me and yeah and what small thing can have a bigger payoff that's one of the things that I've always enjoyed about your thought processes on this stuff even like you talked about preparing for the podcast you're not writing the whole thing you're not doing whatever you know but in preparation for something that's a week or two or some big thing that's in the future you've always said like just just you know Spend a few minutes thinking about it, right? Do a little outline or do a little something that gets your brain moving in that direction. Because we all know our brains do this stuff in the background anyway, you know? Mm -hmm. And we just yeah. start the process and then, and then it works. Yeah. It's the, it's the little stuff that's the gifts to the future self. Yeah. Interesting, David. I, I wasn't sure about this one. I almost... Yesterday, part of it was almost a no, we're not doing this today. It's just so weird and people aren't going to like it. But I've loved this conversation, particularly your idea of gaming, gamifying it. And I can see those wheels spinning. They're spinning. Mm -hmm. And it's it's also interesting because you and I didn't chat about this. I didn't read your notes ahead of time. Right. It's also interesting how how you tie this into to the to the self-compassion ideas, even without me bringing that up so i brought it up but you were already thinking about whether this is realistic and i just honestly i i think i am uh i'm benefiting from a moment that i had when i when i got my diagnosis i was 44 when i got diagnosed 
and the psychologist who had, she handed me my four page report and I had already been through this once with her because my teenager, um, was, was diagnosed actually wasn't quite a teenager then, but anyway, the psychologist, it was just, just me and the psychologist. So we're sitting there one-on-one and she's walked me through my report. And then as she's getting to the last page and she's suggesting that I would benefit from a trial of stimulant medication, there's a, there are a few lines in this report that I still have, but I remember the look on her face when she really drove the point home that untreated and unmanaged, all of this stuff is actually really affecting your self-esteem. It's affecting your performance. And actually she said like, it's kind of a miracle that you've been able to be as successful as you have, mm-hmm. you know? And, and she said, but you, you got it. Like, I mean, she did it, she did it without like making it a should, but, but I just saw the compassion on her face. And I think that's the thing. Cause that's exactly what I would feel towards someone else. If I watched someone else just walking into the same wall, banging their head and, you know, wondering why their head was bruised, you know, over and over, I, I would be, I would, I would have compassion for that person. It's not like me to go like, Hey idiot, you know, there's a brick wall right there. You, you know, it'd be like, okay, there's something here that you're, that's, that's causing you to, to just like always do the same thing. And we can avoid this. Let's, you know, let's avoid this. And it, it was that moment of compassion that really kind of grabbed me. And it's hard for me to feel then, that for myself, but it's, but it's, coming you know it's it's moving in the right and that's something that is something for you to start to unwrap and figure out how can i have compassion for my present me and my future me yeah and i and i definitely have made strides and one of the Mm -hmm. even mindfulness training helps with this because you learn to notice things and the principles of mindfulness involve noticing without judgment Yes. And and so that's been a thing that I've started to notice over the years is just how often when I notice something, do I then come down hard on myself about it? And that's mm-hmm. less and less. It's 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 it's, it's happening less. Yeah. Um but yeah, it it's it's one thing for it to be realistic and am I worth is future me worth in, investing a little bit in? Right? Yes. That cost benefits calculation. Well, if hey, if this if the investment I'm making today is small, well then sure. I mean, you know, I can see that, but then it pays off, you know, Yes. and you start to have more bandwidth and margin with which to make and set aside gifts for your future self. So I, I, I really do like it this. really is a snowball. It yeah. truly is a snowball. It just builds and builds and builds. All right. I didn't know this was going to turn into therapy with Dana today, but therapy with unlicensed Dana. Yeah, you're not qualified to give therapy from a legal standpoint. No, not at all. And that's why if this has touched something for you, David and darling listener, please get counseling, get professional help. Other I'm as a coach, my job is to help you learn the skills and strategies to make your life easier and time manage time and get stuff done and be organized. But then the mental stuff often needs help with a therapist. However, we can touch on it get you thinking absolutely absolutely and this this circles back to rejection sensitivity one of the things that we talked about yeah let's not let's not go there i'm just saying episode 24 Mm. episode 24 Mm. okay okay there's stuff but but uh, but definitely therapy i mean it's 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 been life-altering for me to do therapy okay good stuff so i'm really glad that you decided to leave a gift for future David, even if you weren't sure if it was going to be a gift for future Dana. 
<laughs> my past, <laughs> my past Dana decided to give this to future David and Dana. I appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. And what All about right. you, listener, dear listener? What did you hear? What are you thinking about? Um, as Dana mentioned at the top of this episode, it's number 96. That means you can find it on the web at kicksomeadhd.com slash 096, the universal three-digit episode number, 096. Uh, that'll get you to show notes and a place for you to leave comments. And as we always say, Dana, you know, our listeners can also hit us up on Twitter and Facebook just searching Kick Some ADHD. It'll help you find us there. Yes. And we'd love to hear. I would love to hear. As I know you will too, Dana. How this has um, how this has struck you as our, our listener, our our future selves would love to hear that. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. <laughs> All right, everybody, it's a wrap. Go out, kick some ADHD. Have a great week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who. Squirrel uh, um, has ADHD, or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com. ADHD.com.